Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Wherever you're listening to this, this is Daniel Carpet of the Inscriber Digital Magazine, and I had to do this now. I know it's the pre-show right now showing in WrestleMania. I know it's coming into now, but the news dropped within the last few hours. And this is going to be a historic night for WWE because it is the end of WWE as a family-owned business. Alex Sherman, CNBC, has reported and has gotten the scoop that WWE is in advanced talks to be have 51% of the company bought by Endeavor. Endeavor Group. That group that owns UFC. Smith likely being named tomorrow. The structure is going to be the head of Endeavor. It's going to be the CEO. Vince McMahon is still going to be executive chairman. Nick Khan is going to be the president of the wrestling division. Dana White's obviously going to be the president of UFC. WWE and UFC are going to be merged into one parent company. Remember, I mentioned just a little bit earlier. 50, they're buying 51% of the shares of the company. That means the remaining 49% of the shares, they're going to be pretty much grandfathered into this new parent company. So your WWE shares, you're not going to lose WWE shares. You're just going to change it to something else. That's going to be probably worth a lot more money. <laughs> And obviously, this is a big deal. This is a huge, huge deal. Now, this does clear up a few things, and this confirms a few things. When I I did a pod about it about a week or two ago, probably about a week, two weeks ago, pretty much rehashing the situation as far as the sale process of WWE. Like I said, I, my belief was that Vince was not going to sell WWE. I felt like it was this way, coming back into power, fully retaking control. But apparently, Endeavor came in and offered him the price that he wanted, which is over $9 billion, to buy majority for WWE. And according to Alex Sherman, according to other sources, the only other major party that was a, that was a serious bidder. Was Comcast. Looks like Disney never put in a put in an offer. Fox never put in an offer. The Saudis were not a serious bidder on it. But this is a complete, complete change of the guard as far as what's concerned. Now, obviously, the main worry for people when it comes to WWE is. Does this mean that Vince McMahon is going to be fully back in creative? So far, this looks like no, but mostly everybody is going to stay the same in that front. Nick Khan is going to be a CEO. He's going to go back to being president of WWE. Vince is going to be executive chairman if I did They did that a backlog employment agreement for two years. An employment agreement of two years that renews every year un- unless there's a six-month notice by either Vince or 
But the main worry is, is he going to be back in creative? Is he, is he going to take the homework from Triple H? Everybody's been, from what I've read, from what Al Jones from now, everybody's staying where they are. Where they are, sorry. So that means Triple H is still head of creative. And if you saw night one, night one of wrestling, last night was one of the best WrestleManias. Night one's obviously not night one, but one of the best WrestleManias overall that you have seen in a very, very long time. That means it's coming in. And they're coming in hot. Night two is gonna pop off in about over a little bit over an hour for now. But this is truly, in many ways, an end of an era. Because this effectively means that the WWE is no longer going to be majority by a family. It's now part of a conglomerate. And... It's going to be an interesting situation when it comes into the conglomerate because you have a situation now where Dana White has Vince McMahon as a boss because on the corporate structure that's going to come out tomorrow, you're going to have the head of Endeavor be the CEO right below him, Vince McMahon, as executive chairman. Right below him, Nick Khan and Dana White. And the interesting also part about that though is Vince McMahon now obviously now has another boss, an actual boss that he has to answer to. And they're probably not going to answer to for a, a good, good while. Because the personalities are involved. In fact, let me get you guys some names of this because I remember hearing this name that this has become very 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 outlandish go back to Alex Sherman's report Ari Emanuel Ari Emanuel Daniel and Daniel White we all know they're pretty they're pretty uh, they're pretty really alpha male type personalities you cut that in with Vince who is also, who's also an alpha male type of personality. Personally, I don't think Vince is going to stay there. He has his money. He's got more. He got, he's getting more. Just a little bit more, but he's getting more what he has for. Goodbye, WWE. He still has some shares. So when it gets compounded into the new parent company that's gonna be worth more money, he's gonna get even more from that front. And when he eventually has to leave, or when pretty much they'll force him out one way or the other, because the personalities, when you think about it, they're not they can be friendly all they want, but it's the difference between being friendly with somebody than them working with somebody. That's always been the key. It's kind of like the same thing where you can be best friends with somebody, but you can never be the roommate. It's it's that similar type of situation. I, I don't think Vince will make it to 2024 being in the position that he's going to be in. But <laughs> what also means, he's probably going to get a decent severance package for that. 
so this this is a huge huge deal because WWE is not going to be worth more money and on top of that that means they're going to have a bigger budget and more of a sports oriented direction because they are on the parent company UFC you can't have a lot of the goofy shit that Vince really liked and then have the UFC on the other side of the coin you, you can't have that so they're going to lean more towards a a good operation as far as going into sports bar more sports based presentation when AEW claims they want to be a sports based presentation and on top of that you have to think of how this benefits also UFC UFC now doesn't have to worry about let's say for example losing somebody like Conor McGregor really this is something Conor McGregor to the to WWE and then lose them for nothing. You're now both in the same parent company. If Conor McGregor wants to go to WWE, that's fine. They're still getting paid. So they still win in that front. And not to mention on top of that, any NIL athletes that Vince sells, that they feel like, you know what? I actually want to get more into the octagon with MMA. Hey, we're all mothers. You're still under the same umbrella. You don't have to go to Bellator. And still going to the mother and for and on the other side if there's a UFC fighters that feel like this on the MMA side is really not working out for them they want to go into the wrestling side seamless transition on a corporate level a seamless transition this is this is a power shift and a power dynamic that people are not really fully realizing how it's going to impact a lot of money comes to the sports world because obviously there are some questions one of the main questions obviously is because Nikon has raised the argument is what is I'll say one of the things that Nikon has come on and said is that WWE was thinking about moving some of their premium live events pay-per-views to go into full pay-per-view. And when you think of that, you think of Endeavor, you automatically start thinking, oh shit. UFC, they put on some pay-per-views in that front. And they put a lot of money to do that is this more of a guarantee now that you're going to see into it I put on a tweet myself but I understand why WWE would look at it but it, it will blow up in their face it will blow up in their face you would get a lot more illegal streaming than you would get now which is I don't think they're going to realize that direction because from the looks of it from what Alex Sherman is reporting everything is staying the same as far as where everybody's position is Including the TV rights deals. Nick Khan did put it out that WrestleMania season was gonna be the jump start to launching the, to launching the 
media rights deals and to me that was I, admit, I was wrong to me it was an indicator that Vince was not going to sell WWE because one of the talking points that he came out said hey I'm going to come back here I want to come back here because I want to sell the company before we talk about media rights well you don't have to worry about that now because it looks like Comcast and Fox are going to stay in the game you're still going to have the two people running into it and probably not for even more money because now if you think about it if you're Comcast and you're trying to rebuild your sports division in a different manner than what you did before oh hell yeah you're going to want to have a little bit of slack that slice of the UFC pie no question and and if you're Fox same thing you want to lean more into in the UFC again same thing which probably means also now that obviously WWE Network in the US is still going to stay in the Peacock and you're going to get more synergy between the WWE product and you'll see when it comes to what I'm talking to when it comes to cross promotion when it comes to certain events you're going to see that and this is going to be really really interesting to see how it's going to be shaping up next few days because now that a Comcast is not going to acquire WWE The money they would they, they would have spent on WWE because they already had this conversation and it's already been out there for years. They're gonna shift that money to buying Warner Brothers Discovery. Cause Comcast has been wanting to get Warner Media intellectual property for years. Before the Discovery murder. And the way that that stock has tanked. David's assets since the merger, they're gonna have even more money to buy into. Or you have to take this into the account. One of the people that one of the parties that I mentioned that would probably be, be interested in buying WWE, but our financial situation didn't put them in the same space to buy WWE was Disney. Disney's about to cut, and they already put it out, they're gonna cut 7,000 jobs in the span of two or three months. And for the looks of it, the majority of that cut is going to be on the ESPN side. And that includes, that, it's not just bottom feeder staff. It's not just like secretaries or, or middle manager type. So, Stephen A. Smith, I think, put it out there that he feels like he thinks he's going to be one of the people cut. There's already rumors that Kendra Perkins is someone going to be one of the first people cut. They're going to cut a lot of the fact contracts. And if you're doing that, trying to cut costs, and you had a little bit of agreement with Comcast that you were going to buy the remaining shares of Hulu that Comcast had to you, 
it would not probably make sense for you just instead sell Hulu to Comcast. If you're trying to recover money in a fast pace, and Bob Iger is, that is his mission right now. But remember, when Bob Iger came back to Disney, he didn't come back like with a 10-year plan. But like, he wants to retire. He wants to be, he wants to enjoy his life. He's only come back here because Disney became such a mess financially. And he has to fix it with a two-year two span. So, you can sell that Comcast, and then Comcast can go immediately into my discovery. And because this started, let's say, with, a, with the rest of the companies. That can spell doom for Tony Khan as far as broadcasting staying on Warner property because if everything's staying the same with WWE not being part of Endeavor with the contract staying the same but for more money one of the clauses that is on WWE rights deals is the exclusivity deal it's the main reason why you're not seeing Dynamite in the UK be put on BT Sport Because BT Sport made a deal with WWE to air them. And even though BT Sport is a Warner Bros. Discovery property, and it would make more sense to air AEW in that channel, you can't because that is considered a deal. That's it. They're going to have that built in. Comcast buys Warner Media. Hey, we already had this deal with this other company. We have to honor it. You may be, you may now be really, really seeing Tony Khan panic as far as him finding a partner because he can't go to the Murdochs. The Murdochs are going to be locked in to deal with WWE. You can't go to Comcast obviously because they're the ones that are going to be kicking you out. The only other major partner that's left is Disney or Paramount. And if Disney's already doing the same type of cuts, they're going to do the same type of cuts that Warner Brothers Discovery's doing. They're not going to. They're not going to entertain. Oh yeah, we need to buy a wrestling program. That's even with the with the money that they will spend, with the money that Tony Khan wants. To probably increase the rights you do. They're not gonna get that with this. That leaves Paramount. Paramount, for the most part, they're going through structuring too. And this is just going to be a position where he is probably gonna wind up in a place where he's like, where if he's gonna continue with AW, he's gonna continue with more the cost having to come out of his own pocket and that's not something that you want to do in the realm of business when it comes to getting media rights or when it comes to general when it comes to the business you're hoping that the deals that you make with business pay for it including your salaries and costs so it doesn't come out of your pocket so the main thing you just get is profit in this case it could be a situation where Tony Khan actually reality so he can't his father 
they're gonna wind up having to bear the brunt of the cost. And at that point, and I said this a while back in the King's AEW, I think I said it, I felt a little bit after All Out 2021, when you saw Brian Davis, when you saw Adam Cole, when you saw Steve Dunn having his first match back, you started to see people that they're signed into, and then they started figuring out, okay, this is either going to be the start of the next great wrestling war, or this is the day that the, the balance sheet broke for AEW, and it broke in a manner where they cannot fix it. That can be the case. And in all honesty, when it comes to Shahid Khan, he's a man that cares about saving money. We have to keep in mind, this is the man that try to make a conservative news cha- black news channel and then when he wasn't making money he killed the company to the point where he also tried to weasel out of paying people the remaining salary or salary packets what's there to stop Shahid Khan from going into looking at this as being an investment Or an investment of getting into the wrestling business and seeing it going from being an investment to being your son's vanity project. If that goes into the rest of seeing this as your son's vanity project, and if the money that he's spending is his inheritance, you are going to probably stop it if you're a parent. You're going to try to stop him from himself. Now, the other, there is some other avenues for the company to go to. Uh, Main Avenue is if because he owns Ring of Honor and because Nat, you know, Ladder Club try to ship AEW into Honor Club. Now, the main reason you may want to look at that because if you notice, if people look into the entire ROH situation, the contracts that ROH, the people that are purportedly ROH talent are signing, they're not Ring of Honor contracts. They're still AEW contracts. Because Tony Khan never really bought Ring of Honor with the intention in mind to have been a development promotion. He bought it for the tape library. He bought it as ammunition to try to use it to try to get into another streaming service, which he has not been able to. Well, the only streaming service that he wanted to get to was HBO Max, but We've seen what Zaslav is doing to HBO Max, so that's not going to fall into it. So he may just try to rebuild it from that, but that means he's going to have to reduce a lot when it comes to budget. Yeah, it could it could mean that, yeah, since you don't have to adhere to TV rating standards, you could probably get more gory. You could probably do more outlandish shit <laughs> with AEW, but at the same time, you're also going to be counting upon that audience, that that viewing audience, which is averaging between 800 and 900, pretty much 850,000 people. You're counting on them to buy into Honor Club for that sake. And that's a gamble that is a pretty serious gamble to take. But... Uh, 
WrestleMania. It's, like I said, the main card again for night two is going to come on. 8 o'clock Eastern. You better sit down for this one. Outside of... First, because of just how fantastic night what, last night was. They had to find... They finally had to find a way to top that. But with the new cycle looking at the way it is now, that's not going to be too hard. But you also got to watch it first because this is the last WrestleMania that you're going to see where WWE is a family-owned business. By this time tomorrow, they're going to be a different corporate entity. They're already a public traded company now. But now they're going to be part of an even bigger conglomerate. And despite Vince still being the executive chairman, we'll know who the real boss is. We know Ari Emanuel is going to be the real boss. Endeavor is going to be the real boss. The real boss. Like I said, it's a brand new era. <laughs> We're about to see things within this year changing WWE in the wrestling world that... <whistles> yeah. Watch WrestleMania, folks. Watch it, because it's a historic event. Now more than ever. Have a good evening. Have a good night. And wow.